Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's episode three. I like it. I like. I like that we're rolling with this. It's actually episode three. It's cool. So we're not messing up just yet. And uh, if you're new here, my name's Adnan, and on this show we talk about motivation, inspiration, and all things creative with a bunch of inspiring people and creative people from all around the world. And uh, that includes you guys watching this. So in the comments, join the conversation. Make sure if you have any questions, if you have anything to say, write it down. Both Hadi and I uh, can read this. And that brings me to my guest for today. His name is Hadi Sadiyadeen. He is a musician, a producer, singer-songwriter, all-around creative person. And we're going to be digging into how he went from the corporate world, from a nine-to-five in a suit, to being a full-time musician, uh, signed to Universal Music. We're going to dig into that and a lot more right after the intro. Hadi, how's it going, Yo. my friend? What is up? It's going very well. How are you? I am good, man. First things first, if you guys can hear us and see us okay, do let us know in the comments. Um, I am still new to this, so there's a lot of times where technical errors and maybe a couple of mutes uh, have, have happened. So uh, make sure you give us a thumbs up or just <laughs> let us know all's good. Yeah. How, you, how are you holding up with the lockdown? Um, it's pretty much like normal life for me, to be honest. Uh, I don't like I'm 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 usually at home if I'm not working on stuff that involves me being out of the house. Um, so yeah, it's I'm starting to like some days I feel it. Some day some days I wake up and I'm just like man, like it feels genuinely like a lockdown. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm okay. Like I'm trying to keep busy, uh, trying to stay healthy mentally and physically and all of that stuff. So what about you, man? It's been it's been interesting because um, uh, we we just had a kid. Well, we, not just. I mean, it was six months ago. But we've been kind of hibernating as a as a family unit yeah. anyway. Um, more yeah. so Tara, my wife, than uh, than myself. But um, it's it's been a, a smooth transition, so to say, because we've been mm-hmm. just been spending time at home with the kid. So it's um, it's yeah. been cool. And also, nice. uh, we uh, JM lives down the road from me, and we've been doing a lot of recording. So the most I've gone is down the road to jm's house and back yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. hasn't, it hasn't it's, been it's just living living the hustle life man just going after it so that's, absolutely that's 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 the thing you know and speaking so. of the hustle life i want you yeah. to, uh, to take us back take us all the way back to uh day job suit and tie what in your head went you know what i want to i want to <laughs> go so far off this path yeah. <laughs> to uh, to make music work what what was that like oh man dude that was that was a little crazy and sometimes when i think about it it feels like it's like how can this be part of one lifetime like it's crazy cuz i you know graduated from university got a job i was in kuwait i worked for a few years couple of years and then i you know i uh, for people who who know me maybe have heard the story before but i've basically had anxiety problems while on the job in Kuwait and it was pretty serious actually like I, I think that's that was one of the lowest probably the lowest moment in my life and then I was like you know what maybe it's the job and I, I had been doing music at the time just not full-time you know so then left Kuwait came to Dubai um, had a job as well the job was great honestly like you know um, there was nothing wrong with the job I just I I, I, I had the same issues again and it was like a year and a half after 
And uh, I just realized that, you know what, in order for me to be happy, maybe I just need to go like, you know, delve in and go after this thing, um, this music dream of mine and uh, just, you know, just go all in basically. You know what I mean? No plan B's, plan A. And um, that's what I did. And it was kind of a kamikaze move. Uh, that's around the time I met you as well. And uh, life just kind of like, you know, I... I mean, you know, man. Like you, you're you're somebody who does what they love for a living. It's not easy, and you stick your neck out. And a lot of times, you're not really sure. Like you can't sell it in a conversation to people. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Like what your day-to-day -day logic does not make a lot of sense uh, if you start to think about it from the. I don't know, the traditional logic, at least the traditional logic that I was raised in, and I'm sure it's the same, it's like the, it's the Arab logic or yeah. it's most people's logic. Because um, the same stories hold true, you know, wherever you go around the world, you know, nobody, nobody wants their kid to want to be a musician or to want to do something that's unstable, you know, everybody, all, all our parents want us to be in stable jobs and have the safety net and all that stuff, so. And uh, yeah. what I got was, um, well, just make music. On the side, like, how is it yeah. even? How is it even a thing to not to make it full time? It's just okay. Don't don't stop yeah. music. Just make it on the side. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind yeah. of the yeah. Like music is nice, but you should have a job. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? So <laughs> it was it was it was one of those man. Like, and and I, I you know I I can say this now. I definitely did every possible thing. Like I had the not tell the entire truth to my parents about what I was doing and I had to like weasel my way through just so they can get better sleep at night while I was doing my thing and um, you know right now things are a lot better and uh, hopefully it just continues to grow and uh, but yeah you know I, I f honestly I feel like as hard as the path has been I wouldn't change a thing because when you're when you're down in the gutter and things aren't like almost nothing is working for you but you still have this this voice inside you that's telling you to keep going and that things are going to turn out okay. These these are these are special moments that you can only experience during troubled times when you, you know, it's like it's like pitch black darkness, but you still see that little that yeah. little light. You know, it's subtle, but you see it. You know. So for for you, you moved here with the intention uh, of of doing music or production stuff on the side or did you did that just kind of develop as you moved to Dubai from Kuwait? When I moved here, I had no interest in producing music for other people to be honest. I just wanted to do my thing and I and I, I wanted to do it like uh, just a bit more seriously than Kuwait. That's yeah. that was my intention. Were I you, never came here with the intent. Yeah, go ahead. Were you producing music for other people in Kuwait? No, not at all. Actually, even Benevolence early stuff was produced by like a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. You know, so I only got into producing music for other people uh, through like through you guys. <laughs> I mean, that you guys were were my first victims. So, so the, uh, like, and a little bit of context here for the people that don't know, um, Hadi is the person that produced, recorded, and uh, even co-wrote some of the songs from the first Vingali EP and the album Theory of Mind. And he's the guy that yeah. when I sent, I think it was like 2013, I sent you the first couple of demos, you're like, I, yeah. I, I think there's something here, you need to come over and uh, yeah, yeah. hash this out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. So, so Vingali was the first band uh, that was recorded at Haven Studio. 
Uh, I think it was uh, you guys and there's Aramek as well. I think they were happening at the same time. I can't remember, to be honest. Like, I can't remember the timeline now, but definitely in the first, um, um, yeah, first victims, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, producing other people wasn't on the list, but did it? Because Anna, for me, uh, I don't have the patience whatsoever to, to even think, yeah. think of anyone else's song. Get out of here. <laughs> if they're like, hey, man, what do you think of this vocal line? I don't know, man. This is, it's what you already did. So that's the only thing I, I accept. Yeah. But Santa, did yeah. you learn yeah. from uh, from working with, with us, with Aramaic, with anyone else uh, over, over sure. the years? Did this kind of shape what for you sure. do now? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And I think... I think if anything, I learned a little bit more compassion towards myself because when you're producing someone else, you're kind of, uh, you're as a producer, you should be in control of the room of how it feels to be in that room because that's where the music comes from. If the room doesn't feel good, um, whether there's two people or 10 people in there, it's up to the producer to manage. And even the producer can make those calls. Well, not make those calls, but make those suggestions, like the number of people that should be there because essentially you're there to do work, but in the same time, you're there to be comfortable enough to be vulnerable, to allow things to come out of you that you, because I mean, like, why would you hire a producer, right? Because you want them to pull something out of you that you you may not necessarily like, you may not necessarily make those decisions or go to those those places on your own, you know? So a producer very much goes in that, like, kind of coaches or augments certain things. So for me, like, seeing that mm, happen and me not being on the receiving end, me being the, the guy producing, mm-hmm. but seeing how it impacts everything, I, I, it definitely impacts the way I work now on music. And don't get me wrong, I'm still very much... I don't know if we're supposed to cuss here or not. You I'm, can I'll keep cuss. It clean, you but... can cuss. It's Facebook. Okay. <laughs> I am a fucking asshole to myself all the time. All right. All the time when I'm when I'm whether it's writing songs or producing songs or whatever, all that stuff. I I am my worst uh, critic, mm-hmm. and I think that's a double-edged sword because that's what makes that's what allows quality to increase, yeah. but that's also sometimes a little. You know, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you you vibe 100 percent to this because I know you're somebody who just like, you know, your attention to detail and all of that stuff. So I, I know, the issue with me is that sometimes I am my own worst enemy, and I am the critic that's like super hard and and uh, yeah. I, I genuinely cannot get out of that rut. But then sometimes I just need to disconnect and have someone else be like, "Yo, do that again." Yeah. Uh, or or yeah. that that song sucks. Or just have someone completely outside yeah. of my own head because I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know you relate to this. When that spiral starts, it just you end up on the other side very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. I think I think it's look whether you have like for me, I'm producing my stuff, and 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 I think you guys with a new record. You guys did it, right? Like you guys produced it. Yeah, uh, JM and I. Yeah. Okay, so so I mean that there's there's a there's a nice feeling also in the room when it's just it's just the band, it's just the people involved, it's just the people who hold a stake in this and the royalties and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a there's a cool feeling when it's just there's a certain level of abandonment in the sense it's like who's gonna like this and who's gonna hate it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you start to wonder, but at the same time like. It's very important to have a crew of people around you that you bounce ideas off of who you know for a fact will tell you what they feel and will not sugarcoat it and they don't 
like they're they're happy hurting you for a few minutes for your own good you know what i mean so it's i think i think that's super important so for me for me jm uh was that guy uh for those watching jm mm. is the guitarist in Svengali, which a lot of you met on this channel before um we did a live stream that we had to uh, delete because we showed you a bunch of sneaky uh, new Svengali stuff <laughs> but um yeah. uh jm was that guy for me he was he was where i just left like every all, all the mental stuff that i was going through he would handle he'd yeah. be like yo that sucks yeah that dude, let's do this again <laughs> let's scrap this entire vocal take and, yeah. and try it again yeah nice um let me interject here for one second guys uh this thing in the corner is if you share the stream um your name pops up so i want to see a couple of a couple yeah. of names here um right now it says mine my name i've shared the stream obviously um, but I want, to, I want to see a couple of more people that are interested in, uh, in the creative uh, process and all the talks. Get sharing. Get sharing, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about some, uh, some ups and downs. We've talked about some, like, halfway through the journey, uh, you're here producing other bands and stuff. But um, yeah. the, the in-your-own-head uh, thing we were talking about, kind of, it doesn't just apply to what you were doing because you, you were working on... Uh, your band Benevolent and your solo yeah. stuff at the same time. Um, yeah. But uh, has there ever been a moment where you're just like, you know what, I, I know I mentally am committed to this, but it's just not worth it? Yeah, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. I, I've like, sometimes you just, you know, you're, you start to wonder like, is, is this is this what, is what I'm doing the right thing? Uh, you know, if, if it's, like you know what I mean like no it's like <laughs> you gotta you gotta translate that <laughs> it's not gonna happen uh, if it's going to rain why no clouds uh, <laughs> basically um, <laughs> basically it's like yani, there's when you feel like there are no signs of of anything good coming down this road for you it's just a bit uh, it's very disheartening so I've definitely had my moments uh and you know you just you just go through them and you, you just get through it and you get through it without really focusing on the fact that you need to get back on the horse you just get through it and whatever feels right feels right like if 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 you can't do it anymore seriously can't do it anymore like if you have it in you to stop then maybe it's not for you basically yeah. you know what i mean I've, I've said this on this channel before um my version of a solution uh for for like self-doubt and and that um that speed bump, the obstacle you hit, uh, everyone hits at one yeah. point when you're when you're trying to do something new or something uh, out out of the box. My solution has always yeah. been, or has recently become, uh, just kind of fuck yourself over, and dive head <laughs> dive head first into it until it becomes a thing. Um, so what an action is that? It, like, give me an example. This live stream. Um, I I yeah. what I did, and it turned into this. Yeah. And um, even even when it comes to going back to vocals and stuff like that. I was never a vocalist. I never tried that yeah. before, and it just kind of happened. And the fr yeah, yeah, first thing yeah. we did is unscathed as a vocalist, you know, like yeah. as a full yeah, EP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so those are. I think. I think that's a like a hardcore approach to a, to that solution for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but I like that, man. I like that. Like, I I think I, the most closest thing I can say to what you're saying now is. You know, like pre-show pre anxiety, I don't know what it's like for you, you know, right now. But for me, like I went through a phase where 
I, I, I like I would get really nervous and I, and I still do like I get really you're supposed to get nervous when you're playing a show. But I think that for me, the thing that allows me to just kind of let loose and enjoy is going is like uh, telling myself exactly what my fears are telling me. You know what I mean? Like all all sorts of things, you know, whether it's you're going to go up on stage and people are going to think you're weird or people are not going to like the way you sing or people are not going to like your songs or your performance and it's just more like a so what you know what i mean like okay come at me you know what i mean that kind of approach and yeah. so i feel like maybe that's a little bit on the same wavelength and, and and it gives me so much liberty you know what i mean and maybe maybe you doing this live stream is giving you that like there's a side of you that's like who would care why would i want to do this it's extra work i don't 100%. know if I, like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then, but then you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna do it anyway, and 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 I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it good, and it's it's gonna be up to my standard, and I'm gonna kill it. So yeah, it's it, awesome. It goes back. It goes back to something. Um, I'm pretty sure we've talked about uh, you and I when we were doing uh, Svengali stuff. I, it's, yeah. I always say whether it's a song or a video or a live stream or something like that. If it changes one person's mind, one person's yeah. mood, if it entertains yeah. or makes them feel better, if if one person gets something out of this, then it's worth it at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So and maybe that, that person is you. Maybe like that the person getting a kick out of it is just you, and that's enough. Maybe you know. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Um, let's jump to the comments real quick because they're piling up. Munir Balbaki, what is up? Thank you for tuning in. He says loud Moon. and clear. Um, I, I am not even going to try to pronounce the, the, the name. I'm so sorry, but sup? <laughs> I'm so glad How do I kidding. see the comments? This is like a millennial problem. I, I, how do I... Are you on the video stream? Yes, sir. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Gorgon says, hey, boys, yeah. what is up? Gorgon, thank you for tuning in. What's up? Uh, Mishal Asmar says, Hadi did an awesome job on all the RMA recording. He is the hidden nice. band member. What a talent. Absolutely. You want Amazing. to tell me a little bit see about... the comments. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how Thanks to make music, but he doesn't know how to click the comments box. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> you wanna you wanna talk a little bit about um, your how do I put this? Your input into a band or artist you're producing, and how, if any, uh, like a piece of yourself goes into that music, does that does that yeah. ring any bells? Yeah, I think it's uh, first of all when. Like at the time, uh, like I'm, I'm doing way less production work right now because it's a really busy time. Um, but, you know, l let's say a band wants to work with me or an artist wants to work with me. The, the initial thing is like for me to, to try to realize how much they're willing to let me in. You know what I mean? Like how, how much how, like, OK, they're hiring me, whatever. Money is money, man. We don't do this for money. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it sure helps for sure. But. It's got to be like, you know, I'm sure you've said no to certain things that have come along just because it doesn't feel right. Even Absolutely. if the money is good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's got to yeah. be feel right. It's got to feel right because you're putting your name and your brand behind it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I think you're cutting off. Are you better? Is it better now? I don't know if you said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if I was cutting you off. So no, no, I, I no. I think there's a delay. <laughs> there's a lag. Yeah, yeah. Keep Sweet. going. So um, for me, I think it comes down to uh how much the artists are willing to let me in so like with you guys uh with gray fade with aramaic uh with moon stuff as well um there's just so much trust and there's so much like let's do this as a team and let's do this as a unit and it doesn't matter the idea like where the ideas come from what matters is the end goal and that's like it's just 
like it just inspires you man like you just want to like get like go to go to the space go to that creative space right now and you want to create some cool stuff regardless of genre because uh, honestly i don't think genre is um is is the thing in question here you know obviously it has to be something that i know how to do uh but i think it comes down like if the band or the artist is 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 going to allow me in and it's something that i connect with it's going to be like it's going to be loads of fun lots of laughs fireworks you know what i mean that's usually that's my experience with it so yeah that's actually a great segue into uh the next thing i kind of wanted to talk about is you've compiled all that this is where you and i's story kind of separate because they've been somewhat similar up until now yeah. um minus the pro- producing other people but like i've we've we've had the same trajectory and then you're yeah. you took all that uh experience all that information all that uh knowledge and then exactly like you said it gave you a creative boost you wanted to create more you took it and started doing your solo stuff yeah yeah so yeah. Was there was always uh, had had these solo stuff kind of like uh, YouTube covers and a bunch Ling- of lingering. Yeah, there's yeah. always been that guy. That guy's always been around, but you never like uh, committed to that sound. What from all that stuff made you go? You know what? I actually that that's not just a YouTube cover channel. This is this is kind of yeah. the thing I want to do. This is the stuff I love doing. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like uh, for me, um, it's because I creatively want to be so active because I I have a rush of ideas and I hope I hope it's the same throughout my life. Um, some, some I mean, you have days where you don't have ideas, but for the most part, there's like I, I just have this hunger to create, and I wanted to take that and put it into something where. I was the spearhead of the project. I make the decisions, and I can take this in any direction I want. And it's like I didn't have to. Like it was just it was just about me. You know what I mean? And it had a lot to do with me kind of journeying into uh, gaining confidence to be a singer because almost like a self-discovery um, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I think the thing that really clicked for me, man, was was like this thing I told myself, and I think it was it came, like. I think it was like a dream I had or some like daydream kind of situation um, where it's like genre genre less exploration because mm-hmm. I listen to so much so much music from so many different like everything I listen to pretty much everything you know what I mean um, and so like genre less exploration is just like this thing that kind of like it was a click so it's like i i still and i still have my fears like what kind of song is this what genre is this that my like my mind is trying to like ones and zeros and black and white but um i'm slowly and slowly starting to accept that you know i i want to create music that may not necessarily fall into one clear category of genre it's just something that feels good so for me this was the driving force for me to create something um that was just all about me i can i can wake up at 3 a.m finish a song it's done there's no uh back and forth and it's just it was just my thing you know what i mean so i don't know i this sounds this this is making me sound like a like a like a (laughs) self-indulgent asshole but dude it's it's the truth i've said this before (laughs) if i could grab a guitar um play something and sing at the same time 
that'll be that'll be something I definitely explore. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, all of you <laughs> and Hadi and everyone else on this chat knows I can't sing for shit. <laughs> I, can I have no idea what you're talking about, I, man. I can scream. <laughs> I can scream for sure. But if you want me to hit a note, I will curb stomp it before I even reach that. My equilibrium is still damaged from you trying to hit notes <laughs> during the recording sessions. We're not we're we're not gonna talk anymore about my singing. We're gonna jump straight into the comments. Tara says a lot of Arabish going on. Arabish. Arabish going on here, Yani. I mean, yeah, we throw a couple of uh, Arabic words here and yeah. there. We got to. Yeah. Ramzi Raman's in the house. He says Hadi with some horns up. Thank you, Ramzi, for tuning in. Um, Ramzi is actually someone that I've been meaning. I've not been meaning. He's done his part. We're doing collaboration. Uh, on on a cover that's been like I think it's been six months, but dude, it's been. I'm gonna crazy. say something about Ramsey, right? Besides yeah. the fact that he's one of the nicest guys that I've ever met in my life, I've never heard a guitarist play with a more crystalline. Like he is the most defined guitar player that I've heard, and I like it's uh, like I, I really mean it. Like there's, and I'm not trying to. This is not a competitive thing. It's just that when that guy plays, you listen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And. Uh, yeah, he's he's incredible. Absolutely, I, I've I've been I've been uh, I've been just shit at uh, getting that collab done, um, but we are we are <laughs> doing it. We figured out a way where uh, I could record from my house and JM has his station and we're connected over the internet where he could tell me what to do, all that stuff. Um, so so we'll get we'll get a collab Sweet. done very very soon. Raith is in the house. What the hell is up, Raith? How's it going? Thank you for tuning in. What's up, Raith? Ayla is in the house. What is up? She sends a wave. What's up? Um, <laughs> so, um, where were we? Where in this journey have, have we come to? It's been... I have no idea. <laughs> it's been a couple of years where you're doing um, music music yeah. full-time? Or was it like freelancing? Cause, yeah, a little bit. But I think it's getting more and more on the full-time side as we speak. Uh, like ba it's, basically... It's, obviously, now times are a bit strange. But, um, yeah. sorry, you're cutting. No, sorry. I was I was saying basically a lot of people on this channel, um, either videographers, photographers, uh, entrepreneurs, yeah. starting their businesses, creatives, uh, creatives yeah. in general that uh, I, I really think can benefit from just stories of people either achieving their goal or failing and keeping going and stuff like that. So yeah. um, when it came to you, you it wasn't like you decided to make music full time and then just went, ah, cool. <laughs> Universal music hit me yeah. up. There was a couple of years <laughs> where where nope. you you t tell us about that. There was a, there was a bunch of years where you did stuff on the side. You were also trying to make music. You were yeah. trying to make time. Yeah. So I in uh, 2015, I uh, halfway through 2015, I uh, was approached to do a, a, like a record and um, ha to have it basically ready by the end of the year, which I did, and. But that didn't go through. They don't go anywhere, and that kind of like it. It kind of like uh, it was a little bit of a painful experience because I put everything into making making that album. In hindsight, I'm so glad it worked out the way it did. But the, back then, I was like, man, nothing's working. You know what I mean? So, uh, 2016 rolls in. Uh, 2016 was a very strange year for me in all aspects of my life and musically, man. Like it was. I remember um, every gig I'd play in 2016, I'd try a new setup because. Uh, at the beginning of 2016, I played a gig with uh, Josh, who drums for you guys and sings as well. And uh, he was on drums with me and Alan on bass, and it was incredible. But then after that, you know, you, you, like, I think Josh had left town. I can't remember the timeline, but 
um, basically in 2016, I got a lot of gigs where, um, you know, it was a small setting. And so I'd play like with a looper and I tried different things and it just didn't feel good. And it was a very experimental year. And not, then not being, yeah, go ahead. Not being a, a creative approach for you to just go solo. Um, I mean, solo in terms of band wise as well. It was just yeah, something that yeah. kept coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it was it was part of the road. You know what I mean? And uh, I the moment I started writing songs in 2015, it's like I opened a can of worms, and it just the songs kept coming and coming and coming, and um, I got way more active. And I think it was it was difficult for me to decide that being solo is what I'm going to do for the like for the rest of my life. Um, that was that was a you know a few months of deliberation, if not more. Um, but then it felt like the right thing to do. And uh, 2017, I was approached uh, to do to audition for one of those uh, singing shows. I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say which one, but I'll just say some singing show. Sing, uh, sing, um, traditional kind of like uh, judges singing show. That's what we're. Yeah, 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 yeah. Traditional judges singing show. So I auditioned. And I'd auditioned for this show the year before on my own. Like I submitted and they like crickets, nothing, zero, zilch, right? And um, so they reach out, somebody from their whatever team reaches out and says, you know, we, we think you should, um, you should, you should uh, audition. And actually they called me just when I walked into the fridge and I had a gig, I was opening for Esther Eden that day. It was January. Um, so I was like, wow, this is so cool. I'm going to be famous instantly. And then I... Uh, um, I submit my stuff and then they call me back for a second audition, which is in person. And that's not the TV one. It's like the one before you get on TV. And that's as far as I went. Like I didn't go far further than that. Um, which, which bumped me out in the moment, but also that audition was super strange, man. Like I walked in and I had my guitar with me and I'd never sang without a guitar before. And, I, and this is 2017, so this was before I realized, like, not realized, this was before I put in the work to build my vocal range. You know what I mean? Um, so it was a very, like, one, one octave version of me, right? And then I go into the audition and they're like, uh, we need you to sing without the guitar. So I'm like, what now? Um, so I put the guitar aside and, and, and it was terrible. Uh, for those that don't know, um, I, might, I might be speaking on your behalf a little bit here, Hattie, but for those that don't know, you, you primarily considered yourself a guitarist uh, who's, who yes. knows how to sing. But you with yeah, a, a guitarist who happens to sing. But yeah. you without a guitar is, is something that I've, I haven't seen up until recently. Yeah, that was a decision I made last year. Uh, it was part of the, I think last year when I opened for Tom O'Dell, that was the first show where I, like, I, I feel like I met live performer Hadi for the first time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, everything before that felt like it was leading to that to that point. Um, but anyway, the show thing didn't happen. That's 2017, and uh, by the end of 2017, um, I kept writing songs and releasing them. But in my gut, I felt like don't release them officially. Just release them soft release, like on YouTube. Don't put them on any of the streaming things. Don't copyright them, just in case someone rolls in and they want they want to sign. You know. Well, what was and, the the thought process behind that? Is it because uh, to give it to, to a label or something down the line, or was yeah. it because you yeah. didn't think they were good enough? No, it's because of the label thing. Um, okay. Yeah, I wanted them to be available for me to take down and then have them like officially released through the label, which is actually exactly what happened um, mm -hmm. with Universal. 
um, which was hooked up by uh, my good friend Sean Warner. He set up a meeting and we hit it off and it went from there. And uh, I think the song that got me the meeting was Medicine, which was on my YouTube channel. Um, I released it in July and this meeting happened in like October, if I'm not mistaken. So um so it was it was cool like it was like I, I hadn't even thought about this like i'm just realizing it now that it actually did happen kind of the way that i uh that my gut was telling me so this is kind of cool um but yeah man like since since signing with universal uh and releasing songs with them it's been just another different kind of journey in the sense that i i'm writing songs and every song is like um a fresh new experience and it's all singles based rather than album based even though I did put out a record last year, late last year. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's been it's been a very interesting road. Continues to be. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine. I mean, because um, Universal is, is a major label. It's one of the, the big yeah. ones. And uh, I can imagine that not only the, the things that they could provide in terms of you being an artist and what they can yeah. bring to the table, but um, kind of the not satisfaction but like the validation yeah yeah if there's a little 100%. bit of like of yeah you know what all this all this crazy hard work um yeah pay it off there there are people whose yeah. job is full-time to look for good yeah. music and and they picked you yeah yeah um, so, yeah i mean it's it's amazing yeah so i that's that's kind of uh the my next point is that uh, you and i have talked about this before uh years ago but the definition yeah. of success for me has always been a very interesting uh, subject. Mm. Um, a lot of people think the definition of success is uh, completely polar opposite to the next person, and um, yeah. and for me, for me, it's one of the one of the. There's a lot of different uh, variables, but one of the things is yeah. is something like you know someone uh, enjoying or changing someone's mood and the stuff we talked about before. If one person yeah. uh, would would enjoy it, but one of the definitions for me as well is being able to sustain yourself um, yeah. off the thing that you're doing, and if the thing you're doing yeah. is something you love, so you're sustaining off uh, a passion of yours. Um, I was yeah. just wondering what your definition of success is given everything uh, we just talked about and, and the insane yeah. journey yeah i mean honestly man that that that's that's a really good way to put it if you can if you can stand on your feet and do what you love um i, I think i think that's that's got to be success right i mean i think there's tangibles and intangibles that's maybe a tangible uh thing which i think is very important it's 50 percent maybe of the of the equation if not more the intangible is like the stuff you spoke about where, you know, you connect to people, you connect to someone and you can feel it in the air. You can feel it when you're communicating with people that these people, they don't know you personally, but your music is the reason why they're talking to you and why they're messaging you and, and, and you know, commenting and liking your posts and following you and coming to your gigs and all of that. And this is, I don't know, like, this is so special, man, because, you know, uh, we've, we've all been through uh, moments where it's, it's like you know you you write music you release it and there's absolutely nothing nobody's saying anything and it's just silence radio silence and then you, you know to have people from across the world uh you know wanting to speak to you because they've heard your song or la la la, la and they want you to travel to their country to play it's just it's it's fucking amazing man it's so special you know what i mean absolutely. like i think i think that's 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 it for me you know so that's that's a that's a great um, it's not. It, it, I think it encompasses everything that uh, that is that, yeah. that is very handy. Like it's it's just 
It's yeah. more about vibe and more about connection than it is about anything else, which is something I completely yeah. appreciate. We're going to jump so back I've got into a question the comments. For you. Uh, hit me I with got a question, question for you. And then we'll jump um, in the comments because they're piling up. Let's let's read the comments. Hold on. Um, All right. What's going on? What's going on? We got uh, uh, we got we got Brendan in the house. What is up, Brendan? Thank you for tuning in. What's up, in. Brendan? Uh, Sandy, hello. What's up, Sandy? How's it going? Shireen is in the house. Nicole is in the house. Fatty's in the house. Anthony Kiatian's in the house. Who's another musician uh, f from Lebanon? Who's now in the Netherlands? Misho. Yep. Uh, in the house, the guy from Aramaic who we talked to earlier. Ola. That's a good question. As a solo songwriter, when do you know that the song is ready and done? Um, Let's hit that one. I think if you if you like keep if 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 you play if you write a song and you're like if it the chorus or parts of the song keep playing back in your head and then the song kind of wraps up and is making sense to you um, and it feels like it's almost there. I don't know if I'm answering this correctly because I feel like I went off um, ready and done. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, there's this thing by the uh, quote by Mike Portnoy. He says a song is never or an album is never done. It's abandoned. And I 100 percent use that. That was actually like a really, a really famous quote by Da Vinci, by the way, because I've been using that since you and I spoke about it. And it's like some, yeah. some really insane, amazing quote from some old dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, that's it's, me I, in I, history I, right there, I, by the way. Freaking Mike Portnoy stole it, man. <laughs> but um, I I, th I think it's when, uh, yeah, I think you listen to it, it feels good, it feels right. And none of the things that, like if you can listen to a song front to, front to back and not get an idea in your head that is not already in the song, I think it's finished. You know what I mean? Because you can sit and tinker for ages, but if it's not coming from like within, if it's not something that you need in the song for the song to exist, then it's probably done, you know? So um, yeah. let's see, there's some other stuff on here. Um, uh, Sandy, Anthony asked, uh, is the connection bad for the rest of you guys? And Sandy says, no, it's fine on my side. You guys always <laughs> do let me know if, if anything uh, messes up because I'm very, very new to this and I'm still yeah. testing stuff out. Joy, Joy says, uh, whoops, I think I put hello in the ask box. Ask us something box. Mm. So there is a... Uh, There's an ask box? There is, there is I, I, <laughs> I tried to make a ask us stuff box, but I don't know if anyone's using it. Let us know. Um, if, if it works, uh, as I said, we're fresh off the boat with this one. Um, so if, if you um, see a box that says ask us stuff, put something in there. Let, let's see if it works out. Uh, what are your biggest influences, Ola? I think we should both answer that. Um, hit it. Uh, for me, I think it's uh, uh, Coldplay um, because they're awesome. And uh, Linkin Park because they've pushed the boundaries so much and they've kind of had a reboot a lot um with their sound and it's very brave and they don't need to because they're big and people will listen to their music either way but they push and i think they're as big as they are because they keep pushing the envelope um james arthur he's an amazing singer one of my biggest singing influences and great songwriter as well bastille love them as well uh if you could open a show for any artist i'm gonna answer this and then you you take over um hit it who would it be uh coldplay that's 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 uh that's it that's, okay your turn that's a Go surprising ahead. answer for me from you yeah yeah i, I would who who, who who would you thought uh well for me personally uh it'll be metallica always i mean 
and until these guys retire yeah. i'll always say i'd love to play a show where we open for metallica yeah. but um but yeah. uh I, anna for me i thought you would go uh, a lot more modern i thought you would go uh billy eilish uh what's his name um ed, ed sheeran yeah they're awesome, man. But but Coldplay, Coldplay is like I've been listening to Coldplay. I think I discovered Coldplay's music around the time I picked up the guitar, mm -hmm. and so they've been with me from the start. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Let's keep going with the comments. Who? Where? Where did we go? Uh, John Baker says that's it. Validation of the music. That would be all an awesome feeling. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. And I think anyone uh, that that creates music and just one like I I keep repeating this. I know I'm broken record, but one person coming out. And saying, you know, that song changed my mood. That song made me feel this way. That's, yeah. that's validation yeah. right there. I mean, had he got it to the nth yeah. degree, uh, getting signed to Universal Music, but it's it's just yeah. exponential uh, versions of the same feeling, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. There's some good questions in here. Uh, favorite female singer? Oh man, um, that's so hard. I, I can uh, think, think of one. About this. I can think of one uh, for the metalheads. Um, yeah, uh, Tatiana from Ginger is a beast. Mm. That that one's. Man, these guys have blown up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're amazing. Nice, good on them. Um, all right, Joy says um, yes. Adnan, the definition. What, what advice is would on. you give to? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna go through all of them before we get to the the, the questions. So go. Joy uh, says yes. The definition is bang on. Thank you, Joy. Hamad's in the house. What is up? Episode two of the show. If you guys haven't seen it, it's going to be on the page. Um, John says, great analogy. Thank you very much. Uh, we answered Ola. Taifi is in the house. What is up? Ahmed Munir is in the house. I'm so glad I didn't miss this, even though I am late. You're never late, man. It's always, always good to see you guys. Um, so let's, uh, let's give uh, Taifi's question a run. Do you want to go for that one? Yeah. Yeah, what advice would you give uh, to new people who are trying to publish their own music, but they are shy? Just fucking release it and don't think twice. Don't because you release it and then if it's if it's terrible, it's okay. You'll get better the next time. If it's great, amazing. It'll inspire you, you know, so don't like uh, I like it's it's exactly what Adnan was saying before about fucking yourself over. Basically commit like commit to the fact that you're going to um release the song set a date put deadlines i think this was one of the most uh, uh important things if you're functioning as a as a solo artist or as a solo person in a project uh whether it's music or outside of music and i, I i'm sure adnan has stuff to add to this it's like you basically have to work on your own you are your own boss you are the ca you, you control the calendar you are the admin assistant you set up the meetings, you set up the deadlines, and if, if, if you don't, if you keep saying next time, next time, next time, it's gonna never happen, and, go and, ahead. Uh, one more thing is, on top of all of the good stuff, you're also the only person responsible for the downfall, right? Um, uh, yeah. Which I think is is the main thing that steers people away from, from this kind of stuff, is when it does go well, it goes well, you can take all the credit, but when it flops, you're the only one responsible. And I think a lot of people yeah. don't know how to come back from a flop where you're the only one responsible, yeah. where I think the the actual, um, let's call it entrepreneurship <clears throat> path, that, that fight to do what you are passionate about falls yeah. in, in, in those little fuck ups. It's, it's not about yeah. the times you didn't 
struggle. It's all about the times you did. That's that's kind of yeah. my take on it. And I think uh, that's where a lot of people um, not shy away, but a lot of people kind of like yeah. uh, get get thrown back because who who wants who wants to look back and go, you know what? I really did mess that up by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I uh, one more thing to add to that is like perfectionism is not your friend. Perfectionism is a bad person, and you should not be friends with perfectionism there's because a, it will stop you from doing things. There's a quote. Um, I don't know where I heard it. Uh, it must be some YouTuber or something that that I was watching. But done is better than perfect. I, I absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> love that's genius, man. That's so spot on. I'd rather have a, a song done. I'd rather have uh, whatever a dish. Yeah. Uh, if I'm doing uh, culinary arts, I'd rather have a video done. I'd rather have a vlog done. I'd rather have a live. Because stream then you done. have something to to like uh, to 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 reference. You know what I mean? Like how are you supposed to learn if if you don't if you don't have something to uh, compare to but yeah you know what maybe compare to but not yeah in the beginning when you're starting off if you're a new artist um you know people haven't heard anything from you before you should just put it out and just see how people feel most likely your friends will hear it in the beginning people who know you personally and then slowly 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 you'll start reaching people who don't know you personally and that could be a quick process. It could be a slow one, but it's a fun process either way. You know what I mean? Especially when you're not in a position, like, you know, don't don't jump ship, quit your job, and do music full time if you've never released a song before. That's a bad idea. You know what I mean? You should you should flirt with it first and see how how it goes and build yourself up. You know? Absolutely. Just like anything else, I think. Just like anything else you do in yeah. life. Yeah. Hundred percent. Let's uh, let's keep going through the comments a little bit. Uh, Tata says, yeah. I'm using it. Wow, an awesome uh, ask box. Thank you, Judy. Judy, what's up? Thank you for tuning in. Dan is asking, Saint Anger? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you all about the two people. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. <laughs> yeah, there's two types of people in the world. Ones who like and ones who don't like. <laughs> uh, for, for, the, for those of you that have no idea what the hell we're talking about, uh, Metallica released a uh, an album in 2004 that um, split the the audience in half. It was called Saint Anger. Yeah. Half the crowd liked it and half the crowd didn't. And that's what Dan is referencing yeah. there. Nicole is asking, which is your favorite female singer? Oh, we answered that. Yes, uh, Tatiana. Yeah. T- uh, Ahmed says Tatiana is amazing. Um, Gorgon says, I don't know if you have answered this already, but how did you work on the transition uh, from the music you were making before and now? Uh, we did answer yeah. that a little bit, but do you want to touch yeah. touch on that again? Uh, yeah. You- yeah, I mean, this was a hard one, man. Like, uh, yeah, Amun, Amun, even the snare. <laughs> um, the uh, that, was, that was a hard one for me because I felt like I, uh, I was going to be judged so much. And I think I was judging myself. And I, uh, like... I was prepared for everyone uh, to like disown me for for releasing the type of music uh, that like just going through the shift, you know. And those were things that really, really kept me up at night, and they scared me. But having said that, honestly, it felt for me inside, it felt like the right thing to do. It felt like I wanted to do it, and it it felt real. And I that was enough for me to just go through with it. And if I was gonna fall flat on my face that's that's okay so i think there was a little bit of a uh we're gonna we're gonna do this and yeah we're just gonna do it basically so it, it, yeah 
there's there's a hint of uh, I don't know what to, I'm going to use the word ignorance, but I know it's not that. Yeah. That's not the term. But there's a yeah. hint of like yeah. recklessness. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes, yes, recklessness yes, to, to doing this kind of stuff. All right, let's yeah. go through the comments again. Tatiana is awesome. Good choice. Thank you, Sandy. Alrighty, then going to release my song right now, and we'll see how it goes. Taifi, I think you should. I really do. Um, yeah. John Baker says, Alyssa Whitegloss, a female singer, broke all the barriers at the time. Absolutely. Um, and her, uh, what's the word, predecessor? Um, Angela Gosso from uh, the yeah. OG Arch Enemy uh, singer, I think broke even more barriers. Um, uh, Boo St. Anger, Tara. Dan is laughing at our, <laughs> our response. So is John Baker. Um, Manu says even the snare, but uh, you answered that. Uh, yep. Judy, between teaching online sixth graders, Judy, you are a hero. Um, anyone that's uh, that's working uh, to to benefit everyone that's staying at home, everyone that's staying at home to make sure everyone's safe, all the medical staff, every teacher, uh, grocery delivery guy, every everyone that's that's protecting, helping protect the world. Thank you guys so much, man. Um, Judy, you're an amazing person. Hamad says, uh, done, not perfect, is something to live by for creatives. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Fadi Shami, the snare was sponsored by Tifat. <laughs> I think he's talking about St. Anger <laughs> there. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, so another question. If you could change anything about the industry, what would it be? Damn, that Oh my cuts God, deep. that's deep. That cuts that's real deep. deep. Uh, so much and very little. That's the answer because... <laughs> If I had my own version of the industry, it would be very different and it would all be geared towards me being the center of attention and I would get all the advantages. Um, but the in, in reality, honestly, I feel like I'm learning about the industry as I go. And the more I think I know it, the more I learn new things and realize that I have no fucking idea about a lot of things in the industry. So um, I don't know, honestly, like I, I don't have a good answer to this question, but it's definitely something worth thinking about, you know. Um, I, I personally like the streaming world that we're living in. I'm a consumer of streaming music I do um, too. and I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. And I, and I think uh, there's there's always money to be made. There's always, um, I don't know. What about you, man? What do you think? Like, help me out here. <laughs> well, uh, the, the only thing I would change about the industry is just make it more... Um, uh, creator friendly uh, so far mm. uh, up until now there's there's been a like uh, the record label the distribution the CD yeah um, that kind of stuff to get the artwork from the creative <clears throat> to the audience and now um, yeah. th that distribution channel has been shortened you guys are tuning mm. in now to a page called Adnan uh, we we are talking about yeah. creative stuff uh, without a TV channel um, you could listen to Svengali on Spotify straight from where yeah. we mixed and mastered it. We Every, everyone's it. a media agency, basically. Exactly. So what I would like to see is is a little more um, of that path, making it easier for for the creative to sustain themselves um, a lot more, yeah. a lot more than it has been as far. Which is something that like people like um, uh, the uh, Patreon.com have have been uh, working on. People like yeah. where you can yeah. get a subscription based. Uh, a, a, a subscription, <laughs> subscription-based subscription, -based subscription yeah. to to your to your favorite content creator or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think is very important. But that's that's something I would change. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily change anything about the industry. I would just change their format. 
somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that answers your questions. Uh, Tara asks, what's your secret guilty pleasure music? Um, I don't really have guilty pleasure right now, to be honest, because it's like I, I've went through the phase where I'm like, uh, let's make the music that I would be guilty pleasure making it. I don't know if that is a viable sentence, but yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll try to think of something that I wouldn't want people to publicly know that I listen to, but you go ahead. I don't know how you made that sound dirty, but... <laughs> <laughs> my, if I if I was to have any guilty pleasure music, um, it's not something that I'm ashamed of. I actually said this uh, once in an interview when they were asking me about Svengali. I don't remember if it was an interview. Yeah. I think it was actually Dana's podcast, who's who's uh, in the chat right now. I think I yeah. said it on your podcast, and someone uh, sent me a message. I sorry, I muted myself there for a second. I love uh, Beyonce's. Uh, Lemonade album. I don't know if it's her last or latest or anything, um, but I, yeah. I just I listened to it once and I was like, even a lot of people hated the, the album because it was like a team of people and it wasn't an artist writing and stuff. And I'm like, hey man, even if it's a full-on company, they released a great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, might 100%. be my guilty pleasure, uh, secret guilty pleasure, not secret anymore. Uh, let's yeah. look uh, John Baker saying uh, got to give it to each person who dedicated their time in a different world these days to ensure mm-hmm. our younger generation still m- moves forward and to do it in an overnight scenario amazing hats off absolutely absolutely awesome. John Baker I don't know why I keep saying your full name thank you John thank you John Baker <laughs> it just it's just <laughs> a, it's a, a the name flows thank you for tuning in brother yeah um, uh, Misho says what artist uh, what artist we should be listening to that we aren't? That's a good question. Mm. You have uh, your ear uh, more to the underground than I do, I believe. I think. Anyway, I don't know if I'm correct on uh, that. Uh, so, um, uh, my friend, this is for people because I, I think I think the people in in watching right now are more on the rock metal kind of thing. So, I will suggest something that my good friend uh, Brendan put me onto recently: Sleep Token. Um, they are incredible. Like basically, if James Arthur started a death metal band, it would be that band. Uh, the vocals are pop. I have no idea what that reference means. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, wrong crowd. Okay, <laughs> so they basically the singer, the singer is like a pop singer. Okay. Uh, pop caliber singer, like full on amazing. Not that singers and not not in pop are, but you know you know what I'm saying. I get I get what you're saying. Um. Yeah, and uh, the music is like a mix between really heavy and beautiful tesseract type moments. It's it's amazing. That's that would be a suggestion for me. Sleep token. Um, for me, uh, I I could I could only think of like honestly. I, I know it sounds cheesy, but a lot of a lot of Middle Eastern and local bands. Um, yeah. Our our maker releasing an album that had he produced, uh, which yeah. which is I've I've. Listen to a bunch of the tracks. I think that's sick. Uh, it's massive, man. It's a great record. Scarab from Egypt just released their album. Creative Waste from Saudi nice. Arabia just released their album. Imagine being metal in Saudi Arabia. Um, oh, man. It took, took them 20 years to play uh, a show in their hometown. Um, wow. There's, yeah, just, uh, just there's just write Middle Eastern metal, and you'll find you'll find a bunch of amazing stuff. I think being a metalhead in general is really hard. Being a metal band is even harder. Yeah. And uh, yeah. being a metal 
band in the Middle East uh, requires a, a whole a whole new level of stubbornness that I don't think a yeah, lot of people yeah. have. <laughs> but I think I think that also drives because you've got you've like you've already got a chip on your shoulder walking into this. You know what I mean? So it's like it, I think I think you get driven by it. You get driven by the odds in some way. I, I, at least that's like not for everybody, but you've got. You're, you know, like the ones active right now, they're definitely being driven by that kind of, you know, the odds are against us. We're going to we're going to rise against this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's jump back into the comments. Do you want to go? Uh, Hadi, do you want to take Munir? Yeah. So Munir says, Sorry, you were cutting off, man. I couldn't hear you. So Munir says, in terms of democratization of the content creation and distribution, I fully agree with you guys. But the business model is dysfunctional, to say the least. That's something to consider. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree with you, man. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, there's a, lo a lot of the time it's just uh, we're thinking of the like the best case scenario. But uh, you're 100 yeah. correct. Dana says, "Ain't no shame in Beyonce." Thank you very much, Dana, for being on my side. Yep. I still don't agree with you about Saint Anger, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Sleep Token are awesome. Keith is in the house. Thank you, Keith, for tuning in. Really up, appreciate Keith? it. Arla says to both, "What's your favorite part?" Or thing about performing Ooh. you go first oh man what's my favorite thing about performing I think um, just connecting with someone uh, connecting with people with anything I mean there's a, a, a yeah. bunch of people here that um, that have seen Svengali live that have seen me perform and I think I as a, as a performer give the mic more to the crowd than I do actually sing because one of the things that completely yeah. blows my mind is when someone, anyone, would know a single word uh, of, of a song that I worked on or a song that I wrote or, yeah. or lyrics that I wrote about something that was deep and meaningful and personal to me and they, they uh, internalized it and made it uh, something their own. So I think uh, yeah. for me it's just about human connection, I guess. Yeah, man, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think I think it's the same for me. But there's also one thing. You know that feeling when you walk into a venue. It's sound check. It's empty. There's a there's a sound in the space, like uh, some some buzz or whatever. The, it's like you just smell, get that feeling. The smell from the night yeah. before. <laughs> yes, and you just get that feeling. Like I love that. I love love walking into a venue and standing right where the crowd would be just watch the stage as people are setting stuff up before it's your turn to go up and do something um like you know i i love arriving super early to the venue and spending as much time at the venue before the show um moments before you get on stage when you're you know somewhere where people can't see you and then you're just you're just trying to peek in to see it's it, like these these are like super super special moments obviously love performing as well and that's super special but for me, that, those moments just before, like you go up, the calm before like, the storm. You just get this, yeah, you get this fuzzy feeling in your solar plexus. Like, man, this is, I'm so happy I get to do this. This is so special, you know. Absolutely, Ahmed Munir says Sp yeah. Spotify recommended Sleep Token uh, a while back, and I have been listening to them a lot. They are great. That's awesome. That was an awesome yeah. suggestion. That's something I want to check out. Hamid says, well yeah. well said. Uh, read chip on your shoulder. How do you totally agree? Metalheads are underdogs and have more to prove. So they get stuff done despite the odds. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I, I think I said this on uh, on your episode, uh, Hamid. Uh, I, I think being a metalhead doesn't necessarily mean you like uh, heavy, heavy music and you only believe in one thing. But yeah. like, I think being a metalhead is kind of like an attitude of... of of just going against the odds because 
yeah, the yeah. entire history of metal has been just fighting against the odds, fighting against the the norms, yeah. going against radio. Uh, they they won't put you on MTV. Fuck it, we'll make our own MTV. That kind of stuff, which yeah. <laughs> Hamad Hamad has been a part of. I mean, his uh, his started uh, the the first uh, metal radio show in the Middle East, and so yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with you. Brendan says. Uh, bands yeah. like Leprous and uh, Agent Friend Fresco are, are driving Fresco, yeah. are driving metal in a new direction. They have been doing it for years now. Nice. Uh, Rumsey is asking about the loudness war. Uh, that's is that still happening? Uh, I was just about to say that's something I want to pass off to you. And if JM, if you're still uh, tuned in, reply in the comments because uh, he knows more about it. But do you uh, do you have anything on that? Um, I haven't heard the term loudness war in a while, so I'm guessing it's uh, it's not really a thing anymore. Like, uh, I'm not really sure, especially with the compression from uh, um, that you get on YouTube and and Spotify and all of that stuff. I'm not really sure how these things work anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not knowledgeable to be honest. No worries. So we're uh, Nicole wrote in. Uh... Oh, okay. So I, I translated. Sorry, Nicole, you wrote in Italian, and uh, and I had to hit uh, C translate. So Nicole's saying you absolutely have to listen to Hadi's music. You would love it. To Alberto, oh, thank you. And Alberto is saying uh, on YouTube. Uh, seriously, what kind is it? Just check it out, Alberto and Nicole. Thank you very much for uh, for plugging it. Yeah, um, thank you. So this kind of uh, answers Judy's question. Let's let's uh, refresh. Uh, because there seems to be a, a bunch of new people here. Who is this guest? I came late. Who the hell is this guy? Who is this guy? So, um, the fuck is this guy? So my intro, I'll, I'll pass it off uh, to, to Hadi. His name is Hadi. I'll pass it mm. off to Hadi uh, yeah. in a bit. But he's a musician, a producer, um, and uh, and uh, all around creative. He does a bunch of artwork um, based in Dubai. Full time musician, and we're talking about how. He, his, his entire journey from being a full-time corporate guy into a yeah. full-time musician. How do you want to take it away? Yeah, uh, Yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter from Lebanon based in Dubai. I am signed with Universal Music and uh, all the stuff that Adnan said. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> all um, right. <laughs> uh, Misha says, Hadi and Zvengali had an amazing identity from logo to visuals to artwork. How important is the brand in artists' success these days? Mm. Um, from my side, I think it's it's one of the most important things. Uh, it's one of the most important yeah. things ever, just because everyone um, has the same access that you do. Uh, they have the same upload yeah. button on CD Baby yeah. to get their distribution out. They have the same upload button on YouTube. They have the same upload button on yeah. Facebook. So I think uh, your your brand. Um, and and identity kind of uh, is is interlaced in in your product itself. And yeah, um, yeah. Misha asking this, I mean uh, uh, the 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 brand uh, this Vengali stuff that started all that you were you were there from the beginning. And I think a lot of not a lot of thought was gone into it initially, but because yeah. of because of the the simplistic identity and stuff like that. Specifically for yeah. Zvengali, it, it made us reach a lot more people um, because they were yeah. able to to identify exactly who we were right off the bat. Yeah, 
I think I think for me the best way to like that I can kind of think about it is, uh, you know, if you meet someone, you could hear them and see them. You're going to be more connected to them. Like if there's a face to the name and a face to the voice, you're going to be a lot more connected to them, and you're it's going to feel more real and more at home. And there's going to be like uh, like a connection built, uh, like a trust. Uh, you establish more ground, and I think it's the same exact way with. Uh, having an identity as a, as a as a as an artist, because if you don't have that kind of visual presence, um, I mean, it's just like it's not the full picture. You know what I mean? Uh, pun intended. Uh, but you basically have to have that. But you, as you said, Adnan, like don't force it. Don't think too much about it. Um, just let it let it happen. Yeah. But actually, I want to ask you that. Um... Your your uh, brand, as as Mish was saying, is very simplistic as well. It's just your yeah. first name, Hadi. There's very minimal yeah. um, additional artwork to that. Uh, you've been. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna cut to a photo of you here using your X. Uh, we're, yes. we're cutting to a photo of Hadi wearing a T-shirt with that X on it, where he you. I believe you sprayed painted uh, that X on that T-shirt. Yeah. So can yeah, you tell? Yeah, can, can you just tell me uh, a little bit about like the thought process behind that? Did you intentionally go out uh, to create nope. this kind of brand, or <laughs> did this just happen? It just happened. I uh, I basically hired a company to do my uh, uh, press kit, and the guy sent me back this amazing design. And part of it, he had the X in like the corner somewhere. And it it had the frame. So if you go into my Instagram, the frame with the X, this was kind of the design he sent me. And I was like, this looks so cool. Like it just it was striking to me. And from there on, I just started using it. And I didn't even think of it. Like this was, I think, more than a year and a half ago now that I've been doing this, and that the X has been part of my kind of presence. So that's been that's been the case uh, since then. And it's like now part of you know I I. You know, I make these um, spray painted uh, clothes for me to wear when I'm on stage. So it's part of the brand. Mm -hmm. uh, I just did this artwork on on Converse shoes as well that had the X on it as well. And honestly, like for me, I just connected to the way it looked. It looked really cool to me. Um, I don't know if the X represents a certain aspect of me being like rebellious nature or something like that. I don't know, to be honest, like I've never really philosophically broke it down. It's just something that I uh, identify with and it looks cool. And like people, people really connect with it, which is awesome. Like whenever I wear, you know, the logo to a show or it's like there's, there's always a reaction. So it's very cool. Like it's, and it's. It's nice because I didn't like sit and like obsess over it. You yeah. know what I mean? I was just gonna say that um, now, now that it's become part of the brand and part of the identity, um, like let's let's talk to to the guys in the comments. Anyone who's starting, not only a yeah. band, not only in the music, not only uh, 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 let's say like a shop or, or a restaurant or anything like that. Yeah. Does does the authenticity of the way that came out um, kind of? Uh, not bleed, but that's a very uh, disturbing way to say it. But does it does, <laughs> it does it seep into the audience? Like, do you get comments saying, you know, it's so simple, it's an X. Like, I'm I'm throwing it up mm. on the screen mm. again. That, but you yeah. you somehow made that rounded X uh, uh, a logo. It, it basically became a yeah. symbol that you you represent. Do, does anyone come up to you um, mentioning the X in in any other way? 
like, uh, like do they, do it they comes say... up in conversations a lot. Yeah, like, go ahead. For, for me personally, whenever I see uh, a, a rounded X anywhere, even if it's got nothing to do with, even if it's not a proper X, if it's just uh, almost there, I immediately yeah. think, oh, that might be a Hadi thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's that works. Like that's that's the cool part, you know. And, I, and I've had people like send me like if they see an X somewhere, they send me a picture of it. It's like it's become a thing. And and the cool part is that I didn't intend for it to be that way. It just kind of happened. And that's that's my favorite part because I do. It's like. I mean, you know me, man, and I'm sure it's the same for you. I'm, I have an obsessive personality, and if you give me something to obsess about, I will obsess, and I will get creative about how I obsess. So for me, it was really nice to see something work without me having to obsess about it, and it's like it's almost like a like a template for me to follow now. Like I don't have to like struggle and bust my ass to get something that's working. Maybe sometimes it can be easy, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, man, Misha, that was a good question. Uh, we we yeah. kind of uh, went off on that one, yeah. Mikol um, says, Alberto, listen to some of them and let me know. And Alberto actually responded, oh my God, Castles is stunning. I love his voice. Thank you, Alberto. Thank you so much. Connecting musicians to people right here, man. Thank you, Alberto. Thank yeah. you, And Mikol, thank you for, for sharing. Absolutely. Uh, Judy says, Fadi, yeah. share a link for me. Thank you. Uh, and hi, Hadi. I think that's when we were What's introducing up, Judy? you. Um, Ala is asking, which musician would you like uh, to collaborate with next? Uh, Eminem. <laughs> that's out there. Yeah, that's super out there. What that'll about you? Be, that'll be amazing. I don't know. I never. Um, un unfortunately for me, uh, I, I've done very little collaboration. And as Ramzi can attest to in the comments, I suck at. <laughs> <laughs> actually committing <laughs> to collaboration it's um, hard it's hard to it, collaborate. Is, it is very hard but i've 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 just kind of done my own thing i've never done a collaboration before i'm not sure if i have yeah i don't think yeah. i have um yeah. but who i'd like to collaborate with is um man i'd like to do something way out of my wheelhouse i'd like to do something that's not metal yeah. like play bass on on a track or do something like that which i kind of got to do wow. with um Desert Experiment, and just quickly before, nice. uh, for the people that don't know what Desert Experiment is, Desert Experiment used to be, uh, not used to be, is, but is on hold now, obviously, because of the circumstances, um, yeah. is a um, concert series that gets m musicians uh, from all around the Middle East and puts them together in a room, and they kind of pick out groups and start working on covers and start working on originals and kind of make yeah. different songs their own. And they put on this concert series. Uh, it was almost yearly, I believe, but um, it was one of those things where musicians from around the Middle East just kind of get together and um, and experiment, man. Like, I mean, yeah. I think you and I did a couple of songs two years ago together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was just, so so stuff like that. I'd love Good to fun. do stuff more stuff like that. I'd love to do more live uh, collaboration stuff. Man, I sure. have so much respect for Gorgon for like you know he he puts himself out there and he, um, you know it's a lot of work. It's a lot of investment of time and and efforts and you know investment investment of money as well. So mad respect to Gorgon for for doing that. Absolutely, Gorgon. Uh, for those that don't know, is the the organizer and the owner of uh, of all things Desert Experiment. Um, Alberto says my heart. Uh, yep, go ahead, Michael. Yes, you both wrote a song for Desert Experiment with me. Absolutely. I forgot about that. Yeah, we actually that wrote uh, an original song. 
uh, for for Desert Experiment with Me show. Um, I don't think I actually wrote anything on that song, but I, I definitely performed my heart out uh, when it came to it. Yeah, I loved. Yeah. It was good it, fun, man. I think I think actually that was the first time I ever uh, screamed someone else's lyrics. I'm not sure. Outside of wow. like Desert Experiment, I don't think I've ever recorded someone else uh, someone else's words, which is okay. weird given given the fact that you know I've been doing this for so long. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But that's cool, man. Like I I, I always feel like you know I want to write the words that I sing, and it's not going to be the case every time because you you will collaborate with different people, and sometimes it's not your words that make the cut. You know, like I've collaborated with Sean uh, Warner, and uh, we're actually doing another song together that. I'm going to be recording vocals for, but the lyrics were basically we co-wrote, but a big chunk of them was written by him in the verses. And mm -hmm. that one felt really good, but sometimes it's like you're worried that the words are not true to you. So I don't know. I, like, would you still do a song if the words don't feel don't feel like they're true to you? I don't think I would know how. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think, uh, given, given the way I perform vocals, uh, I don't yeah. think... I would know how to physically perform, deliver it in a way that um, JM always says, JM is the guitarist in Svengali who produced the last album we did, uh, uh, where he would just say, I don't believe you. Um, yeah, <laughs> which, which, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I just think is a, do you guys hear that? What is that? That's a fire alarm. <laughs> it goes off 9:20 every single night, so it's. Where are you supposed to go? You're not allowed to leave the house. I know, I know. It's just one of those things. It goes off every night, um, yeah. so oh, it's okay. the boy who cried wolf. Unfortunately, just sample it and make a song out of it. <laughs> uh, Gorgon's reminding us that Desert Experiment was actually three years ago. Wow. Yeah, time flies, man. Time flies. Crazy. So I want to uh, jump into something with you that. Uh, Yes. Isn't as uh, glittery as as most of the stuff we've been talking about. Let's talk about a, a little bit about yeah. burnout because I think uh, a lot of people yeah. here like the the trajectory of like you know I worked hard, I got this and I got that. Um, I I got signed to a label, I released my music and it was good. Yeah, yeah. But let's burnout is a, a bitch. <laughs> let's be honest, burnout is yeah, a real it thing. Is. It is. And I think let, let's just uh, for for someone that's, uh, you've been averaging a song a month for a while since your since your full length album. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about burnout. Yeah, like yeah. how how does it hit you, and what do you do to get out of that cycle? Yeah. So I, I get burnout quite a bit, um, but it doesn't last long, um, to be honest. And I think my my approach to it is I try to be as compassionate to myself as possible. In the sense that if I need to take a day off, uh, I do it. I try not to overbook myself um, and make sure that there's enough space for my mental health. I like to have slow mornings. I wake up super early in the morning and I work so much until like, I don't know, 10, 11 a.m. And I have a majority of the work done. And then, you know, be it mixing, mastering, editing, uh, creating content, whatever it is. Like I just get a big portion of it done in the morning. And then... You know, but some days I need to wake up and I need to not work and I allow myself to do that, you know, and I think it's just because I have like a system and I think if you have a system, you you know how long it'll take you to get something done. Um, you'll know when when you can, you know, give yourself some slack um, 
and just take it easy. And I think mental health is super important. And and think longevity. Like you don't want to, you don't want to go out there and write, like you know, 15 songs in one month as a challenge and then not be able to write songs for the rest of your life you know do less now if you need to and just allow yourself to have the longevity and it's like think of it as that uh was it turtle and um uh, rabbit thing is that yeah exactly um that like you know slow and steady wins the race yeah for me i like to i like to function slow I like to work slow. Having said that, I because I know my system and I've kind of been doing this for a long time, I can I can work fast. Mm. But and I'm sure it's the same for you and like you develop the system where you can just churn out things songs, lyrics you quite think, quickly and sometimes you, you need to so. shift things around. You think so? I can do it with video. No? <laughs> I can definitely do it with video content now. Um you know, uh, yeah. the way I was working before last year, a lot of pe- people know me from the work I did last year. We were churning out a video a day. And uh, that's writing, wow. filming, editing, and uploading every single day. Wow. So for video, I got I kind of got my pace, um, but with music, I'm still yeah. um, I'm still too emotionally involved <laughs> for yeah, yeah, for yeah. it to be. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think with burnout, you just need to uh, you just need to know. You need to be honest with yourself, and you need to know yourself. And no one like. I think the biggest thing for me is to was to actually accept that I don't need to explain or uh, or give excuses or um, prove myself to anyone. I just do it at my own pace, what feels right for me and my head and my body and my soul. And then everything, everyone else, whoever's going to get upset or pissed off, whatever, man, it's all good. They can feel better and they will feel better. It's just that I need to take care of myself because I know that, you know, mental health is something that I've struggled with before. And sometimes I do still as well. And it's so important, especially when you're a creative and you're kind of hanging in the balance all the time, you know, um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. hundred percent. And I think, I think um, it, it, just anything you're doing in terms of like going off the path and going outside that box and all those other uh, metaphors, when you're, when, yeah. when you're, when you're doing something that's uh, out of the ordinary, I think the, it, there's a heightened level of sensitivity to yeah. uh, not only to like the outside world, but to your internal uh, monologue, your internal uh, vo- that voice inside your head. That's that's it yeah. goes back to what we we're talking about earlier. That self doubt and how how you can get out of that uh, and use that to your benefit. Where it's like uh, yeah. y- you're one of those people that I remember you and I talked about ages ago. Where it's like when you doubt yourself, instead of just stopping, kind of try to prove yourself wrong in a way. Yeah, which I think was yeah, one, one of those yeah, one, one of those lessons that I think uh, are, are invaluable. I mean, every musician knows that yeah. you you definitely look back and go, "Damn, I wish I did that better." But thank God it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. All of them, every single thing, every single song I listen to now, I'm just like, why, why is that like that? Yeah. But you know, I'm glad because I at that moment in time, like like I'm releasing a song in two days. I'm sure I'll listen to it in a couple months and be like, what the hell is going on in those sections here? Absolutely. But right now, it feels right to me. Absolutely. You know? I mean, you were you were there. Uh, you not only were there, you were facilitating the first Svengali stuff. And when I look back at Unscathed yeah. and I hear my vocals and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I, I love the fact that we did that. That 
that opened the doors yeah. to do Aetheria, that opened the doors to do Sayonara, that opened... But um, now that I'm like, uh, I, I practice two hours a day, I take care of myself, I take care of my nice. voice, I quit smoking, I used to be a smoker, and all the stuff that, nice. that, that came with like, you know what, I want to own my craft. Um, now when I look back at it, I'm like, yeah. what the hell was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you hadn't done, if you hadn't released those stuff, you wouldn't be where you are now. Exactly. Like that's the tangent. Exactly. You know? That's that's where it's um, it's one of those uh, what what is it? What's the term? Self-deprecating kind of jokes, like where you're like, yeah, uh, you can make fun of yourself, but only you can make fun of yourself. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you something, man. Like if you take uh, instrumentals of like any stuff that you've done before, mm -hmm. and if I take instrumentals from the songs that I, the songs in question, we'll we'll say we'll say that, right? Um, and if you try to re-record the vocals, I bet you anything, man, it's just not gonna feel right. It has to be that. Yeah, it has to be that. Whatever is, yeah, it has to be that. It Absolutely. has to be that thing that you're kind of like, eh, I don't know, but but that's that's the right thing for it. Absolutely, you know? one hundred percent. I'm gonna uh, yeah. cut off here and just say the guys, this thing. Wait, where is it? Right there. Uh, is is uh, if you share the stream if you guys want to support us if you guys want to drag more people into the show if you guys want to talk about creativity inspiration and motivation a little more share it this thing is if you share it your name pops up here so uh, you become kind of um, kind of a producer of the show you guys are a distributor yes. uh, sharing it around and helping us uh, get the word out um, and we're yeah. also going to jump into the comments Nicole is asking what is your worst fear in music Oh my God! Um, That's play, a good showing question. Showing up to Michael. a gig to play and nobody comes—that's the biggest fear. I think uh, bit worse fear in music. I think. I think I, I agree with that. I think if if no one connects to your music whatsoever, if you release a song and everyone just goes, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll that'll like break my heart. That'll that'll just mission. No, I love it or hate it. I have no reaction to it. I would one hundred percent completely accept someone saying, "You know what? Fuck that song. I hate your song. Your song is shit." Yeah, one hundred percent. Accept it. 100%. But if if everyone, no one says that, and everyone goes, eh, that'll be devastating. <laughs> oh, that's a cool song. What do you guys want to have for dinner? That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys, I just played the album. It took me five years to write and record this. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Christos nice. is in the house. Christos, hello, Hadi, and hello, Adnan. Thank you so much, brother, for tuning in. It means the world to us. Um, John, John is saying, I totally agree. And the longevity is different for everyone. For bands with four or five members, this becomes a challenge, but you have to work through that. Uh, sorry, John, I'm just, I'm hitting the C more. Uh, but you have to work through that and come to a happy yeah. medium. Sometimes burnout can happen in some members. At that point, they need to be honest with themselves and the band and the band's rides, and the band rides with it. Yeah. So. 100% man. Um, I mean, I could speak personally about uh, Zvengali and, and the things that we've been through. It hasn't necessarily been burnout, but there's been times where um, we, we had a lot of member changes. Some of the members are in the yeah. chat right now. I mean, shout out to Fadi, shout out to uh, uh, Khaled Tamimi. Um, 
uh, and even Bayluni to a degree, he sessioned for a lot of the shows that we played abroad. Yeah. Uh, I think I think what happens with a band where members aren't aligned, whether it's burnout or just physical physical inability to travel, like. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. get into detail, but um, uh, one of one of our members uh, w- wasn't able to travel uh, f- for for logistical reasons, and um, yeah, that's when the band and I think a lot of a lot of uh, musicians just either cut the tie or go with the flow, and it's so much harder yeah. to say, you know what, we're going to continue going, we're going to keep pushing the boundaries, we're going to try and do this. Uh, without someone that started off uh, being being a member, without someone that's that's you know, especially in Svengali, we're fucking brothers. I mean, uh, we, we we call everyone family, and uh, who, they still are brothers. But it just it's just really hard. I think I think that was one of the hardest things yeah. I've I've ever had to do. Um, is just say, yeah, look at yeah, someone, not easy, look at someone that's that's built this thing with you, and and say, you know what, yeah. we're gonna keep going. Um, yeah. So I hope I hope uh, that adds to that comment. Uh, it's it's not only burnout, but a lot of a lot of elements come into play, and it, yeah, anything outside the unit uh, kind of uh, messes it up for me. It's a crazy ride, man. Like you never know what you're gonna go up against. You know, it's 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 insane. Absolutely, 100. Alberto is asking you. Alberto liked your song, so you you gotta answer this. Nice. Uh, where do you take inspiration? Uh, so every each one of my songs is from personal stories. Uh, some of them are exaggerated to make the songs work, but honestly, I think most of them are not. To be honest, like it's just uh, just personal experiences. Um, uh, Castles is a song about you know reaching out to someone, and uh, it's like you 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 can see something in them, and you you know that things can work, but they're off on a on a strange path and it's like you're trying to pull them out you know what i mean and uh my new song uh, all the lights is kind of like a reassuring kind which of song. is coming out on, the, uh, on thursday by the way yeah 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 in two you days need to get better uh, my new song plugging all the lights. your uh, your music in yeah yeah i really really do i really to have somebody like walk with me and just tell me like yo this is a good time to like throw something in there you i'm know? ready i'm um, ready yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> but um, Alberto, you can follow me on Instagram. Whoever else actually doesn't know uh, uh, about my stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Hattie Plays Music. That's where most of uh, all of my posts go up. You can keep in tra- keep track of what I'm up to. So yeah, all, all the lights is a song about. It's kind of like a friend. Um, like you listen to the song, and it's like you know, it's a reassurance kind of thing, mm-hmm. kind of like a warm blanket. Um, that's so yeah. that's a good comparison there. Yeah, thank you, man. I um, <laughs> I always go for the for the old T-shirt for the comfortable PJ. When you that's a good one. That's a good one too. When you, when you wear that old comfortable pajama and you're like that T-shirt yeah. you used to sleep in, and you're like, damn, this feels like home. Yep. That's one of those. Is that the one you binge Netflix on? Exactly. Is that is that kind of what uh, what the song sounds like to you? Uh, I think so. It's more, uh, yeah. It's I. I would definitely say that it's it's de- definitely like um, things are gonna be okay kind of song. Like you know, lean on me kind of vibe. You know. 
That's good. I like that. I like I like a lot of positivity in music. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, Hadi, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> obviously he does. Um, Christos is saying. Uh, I think Christos is replying to John Baker. John Baker. It's all about each individual in a band, his personality, and what kind of ba- baggage everyone's carrying uh, with him. If people yeah. are genuinely, if people are genuine, generally things tend to work out in a band. Yeah. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> tongue twister. <laughs> Um, but yeah, absolutely, uh, I agree as well. Um, John Baker is replying to Chris. Totally agree. This is an extension of what I was saying. Been in the band for 29 years and totally can relate with what you're saying. Um, yeah. Uh, like Motor Militia, we have had times where it's not aligned uh, or shit happening in someone's lives. Shit happens and we go with it. But at the end of the day, we are family in a sense. John Baker, I did not know you were in Motor Militia. Motor Militia is uh, Bahraini. Uh, metal band. Oh, nice! Uh, which cool. which I'm uh, a fan of. Hey, man, how's it going? Thank you for for tuning in. I did not What's know uh, you. Let me know what uh, what member you are in the band. I I did not know you were in Motor Militia. Uh, Chloe, what's up, Chloe? How's it going? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I expected as your worst fear losing inspiration. I guess music is all about connecting with people for you guys. Um, so she's referencing what we uh, what we answered yeah. as a uh, worst fear when it comes to music, and I think the yeah. reason it wasn't losing inspiration is I think that's for me personally is such a far fetched uh, idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think I mean I can I I've I've had a glass of water and like thought of thought of an idea for a song or thought of some lyrics and I think it's yeah. inspiration is um, yeah. is something that's that's uh, intertwined in in becoming or deciding to become a musician um, I don't yeah. know Hadi uh, help me out here I'm I'm, I'm trying um, to I feel like uh, if you have the ability to be inspired you're it's almost like you're like a like a like a receiver you know you have the antenna is working and you can receive ideas and you can receive inspiration and i think w- once you are a receiver you will always always have that always unless you go down a road where you don't nurture it and you don't take care of yourself or you know but given that you're taking really good care of yourself um your your head's in the right place your heart's in the right place and you you nurture it physically mentally spiritually you will always, always be inspired. I think sometimes you get too much inspiration and you don't know what to do with it. You know, when you should be resting, it's like, uh, you know, I, I'm sure Adnan can chime in on this. It's like sometimes you know you need a day off, but you're just inspired and you're excited and you start working and tinkering when you, one, don't need to, and two, you just need to kind of like, you know your body needs you to just lay back and do nothing. Absolutely, know? absolutely. And I think... Um, I don't know if James in the comments still or not, but uh, I, I keep referencing James because we just recorded an album and yeah. uh, and everything's still yeah. fresh in my the mind. The tag team. Yeah, but um, there there have been times where uh, we decided the album's done, the album's completely done. Yeah. But then I text him suddenly and I'm like, "Yo, I I need I have this idea. Would you write a riff for it?" <laughs> uh, Hadi, can you take over the comments for about uh, 30 seconds? I'm just going to change the battery on this camera. And I need to get my charger, but I'll do that after you. So I'll take over the comments until you come Hit back. Hit it. All right. Let's see. Monica, what's up? John Baker, yeah, bro, lead singer. Very nice. 
Are there any bands that you used to like then grew out of? Oh my, it's gonna be a dissing session. Um, uh, let me think. Um, I don't think so, to be honest. I have not fallen out of love with any bands. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I can't think of any right now. So, um, what's up? So I'm gonna go grab my charger because my laptop's like four percent. All right. While while he goes, uh, while Heidi goes and grabs his charger, go for it, bro. Um, I want to ask you guys uh, about your passion, your project. What is something that that you've always wanted to do? What is something that you guys wished uh, you you kind of um, not pushed more, but but uh, kind of incubated more? Uh, I know uh, John is in a band, uh, uh, Christos is in a band, uh, Misho is here, he's in a band, JM is obviously in my band, uh, Dana is a f musician, she's a fantastic piano player who's classically trained and, and uh, kind of an insane person to have around when, when people, like, uh, people like me are talking about music. Um, so let me know what, what your passion projects are because, or not passion projects, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. What, what is your, what is the thing that you wished you, you gave more attention to? Hadi is back. Uh, I, I'm just letting you know that my wife is pointing at herself. When I asked what is something you should have given more attention to, she went. Yeah, thank you, Tara. So, um, so the question I was a asking them while you were gone, I don't know if you heard it, but the question I was asking everyone is, what is something that you wish you would have uh, put more attention on, given more attention to, kind of incubated more, tried to, tried to hone the craft a little better? Um, and the first comment is Ola uh, saying painting. Now, this is something about you, uh, Hadi, that, uh, that is interesting, is that you started... Uh, artwork, painting, that kind of stuff, uh, very, 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 very recently. I was just gonna say, and this kind of uh, took off. And and sorry, I don't know if you're muted or not, but you. Uh, I am not. Okay, guys, give me a yeah. thumbs up or a wave or something if you can hear Hattie. Um, but where, uh, what, what is what is the thought process behind that? And something that you started very, very recently, kind of. Uh, integrate it into the music that you were creating. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think painting was like uh, um, because you know when when you're when you're working on music and it's like it's it's work. Like I love it, but it is work. It's my job, and so sometimes I need something to do that is f like not music that I can that it, that it's okay for me to suck at, and it's okay for me to not like. I have a competitive nature, man, and I like. Art is like a good escape from from trying to compete with myself on how good I can be and how much better I want to get and writing the best song I've ever written and all of that stuff that keeps me up at night sometimes. Yeah. Um, so art is like, you know, I've been watching a lot of YouTube channels of people just kind of like creating uh, abstract art and it's so inspiring. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go out and buy some brushes, some paint and see what happens. and. It was so fun, and I realized that but you know I was able to like. Is it, yeah, go ahead. Is this something that you intentionally uh, were watching, or is this something that 
that you would have been watching anyway. Like this is something that you do. You watch some, some abstract art uh, artists on, on YouTube and then decided to do it. Were you, yeah, yeah, I would. I would were yeah. you learning basically? No, I was watching to relax, man. Like I'd watch hours of it. Just like I'd watch the entire category of videos on um it's just so relaxing you know what i mean um and since then i just kind of like started doing acrylic paint uh pieces in the beginning um i basically then switched to like uh, spray paint uh, art but spray paint is something you can't do indoors so it's only like it's to me it's going to be seasonal like i can't do it during the summer here because I'll, I'll literally die outside you know what i mean um so acrylic paint during the summer probably uh and now i'm doing some digital work and it's just seeped into like uh my merch and kind of part of the branding thing as well so it's super cool and I, honestly none of that was intended like the branding stuff stuff i started to do recently before that it was just all like just something to exercise like away from work and just something that would really be an, an escape truly for me you know what i mean like an environment that i'm not good at and i know i'm not good at so it, it kind of puts puts things in perspective when uh of, of just how far the spectrum of, of the journey has been, right? When you had to yeah. find a new art form uh, to create for yourself, to, to escape from the art form that you've intentionally <laughs> yeah. gone after. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's, it came back into it. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a <laughs> all encompassing journey of, of, of just creating. Um, yeah. So, uh, Tara, uh, Dana says, Tara, it's okay, I'll give you the attention. Thank you, Dana. No, you should not give her attention. Uh, Fadi says, Hadi's voice uh -huh. is gone, but everyone else says it's is okay. It? Just, just uh, let us know if you can hear and see us uh, both fine. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I keep saying this, we're very, very, I'm very, very new to this. Uh, I've only, this is the third episode, which I'm proud of. But I still have a lot of kinks and uh, technical stuff to, to work out. So let me know if you yeah. can hear Hadi. Um, I'm actually trying to record a song with Fadi playing acoustic guitar. Nice. Mikol is Amazing. saying that. Uh, Mikol is uh, Fadi's wife and Fadi is the guitarist and uh, backing vocals of Aramaic, who uh, also used to be in Svengali and is someone that Hadi has worked with in extensively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm stoked to hear that, Nicole. Uh, it's a it's a it's a yeah. very small, tight knit scene. So I'm very, very, very happy to see that. Yeah, man. Uh, Munir Balbeki says writing and music. Uh, where is it? Writing and music. The earlier convo on the perfectionism rings very true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. It's so hard, man. It's so hard not to be a perfectionist, but it's just it's like. It's so hard to, to like living life as a perfectionist. It's like nothing is ever perfect. You know, you can never ever deem anything as perfect. And and personally, I've had a, a lot of friends um, that have, you know, when you come back and you meet a friend uh, after a long time, they're like, yo, I'm, I'm yeah. working on this project. I've been working on this, uh, this album for a while. And then you meet them again three years later and they're like, yo, I'm still working oh, on that album. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, and like life, Painful. life has changed. Everything's changed. Uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of it yeah. too. Um, I'm someone that, that has, yeah. has been um, guilty of like yeah. just nesting on something. But yeah, 
I think I think if any advice from uh, Hadi or I, I think it's just get that shit out there. Yeah, put it out there. Even if it sucks, just put it out there. So Fadi saying it cut off for a few seconds. Um, yeah, I guess I guess we're back. It was just a few seconds of you gone. And I'm just gonna say whatever whatever Munir's stuff like he's such a talented guy, one of the one of the best guitar players. Honestly, his right hand is terrifying, and uh, yeah, he writes amazing music. I'll I won't say anything about what it is, and because that's that stuff belongs to him. And um, but yeah, he's he's an incredible musician. And uh, yeah, just just sending a, a brotherly shout out. Yalla. I would love to do a metal project with our band, another metal band, Rahim, put it all together with a recording video, but keeping the same genre of each band and the song. We started talking to some guys already. I think it would be a very cool project. That sounds like awesome. a great idea, John. Um, um, yeah. uh, and personally, for me, I think um, I think collab collaboration is one of the, the like foundations of, of just being creative in general. I mean, everything I've yeah. I've been able to achieve, uh, even in terms of like... Uh, let's call it career like something that would sustain me has just been basically yeah. a collaboration that has uh yeah. evolved so so yeah uh, collaboration in terms of creativity is 100 cool um i think it's one of the coolest 100%. things but john baker i think you you uh need to think outside of bahrain because i love i absolutely love the bahraini scene um i think you guys for one of the yeah. smallest countries in the world have one of the strongest metal scenes ever and i uh, recently talked about it in this metal hammer uh, magazine uh, article that they wrote they asked us about 10 bands that we think are are absolutely amazing in the middle east and unfortunately we didn't talk about metal militia because you guys weren't on my radar we were talking about smoldering and forgotten from bahrain but i mean i know more militia i i've probably seen you guys live some point in the over the last 10 years and i think uh, i think we need to like unite this middle eastern metal scene and uh, and create something together man i always uh, i don't know if you know this Hadi, but do you remember the roadrunner united dvd yeah of course one of my like dreams in life is to create a middle eastern virgin of that uh, roadrunner united dvd of just yeah. getting the talent is there man which is basically Desert Experiment, but Desert Experiment is not necessarily only metal. It's a, it's a bunch of other things. Yeah. But um, so John Baker, we're gonna we're gonna be talking to you and I a lot about uh, about a bunch of collaborations and hopefully uh, the next Desert Experiment when when this madness yeah. is over. Um, yeah. I think uh, Hadi, you need to take this next question. Let's and see. also, by the way, we ha we. Hadi and I haven't talked about this before, but you need to tell me when uh, <laughs> when you need to go, um, because because uh, these yeah. guys, we, these, I don't these know, guys, man. I don't know how this thing works. We <laughs> basically, uh, when I started, I thought it would be a thirty-minute conversation, but um, uh, nice. si since the last episode with Hamad, we thought, you know what? As long as people are enjoying it, as long as people are tuning in, as long as we we continue yeah. to to discuss uh, topics that that are. Um, relevant for the, for everyone watching, we can yeah. we can keep going. So whenever you want, just give us a shout. Sweet. <laughs> All right, guys, it's day fifteen. We're still here. We're hanging out. <laughs> Supplies are low, but we're still talking. Um, <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're out of toilet question? paper. So Ola's uh, <laughs> yeah. asking, Ola's asking, how do you meditate? So that's something for um, you because I don't think I do. Yeah. 
I I don't know, man. Listen, for me, I got into meditation just exactly when I quit my job and I, you know, was trying to get myself healthy in my head. Um, and I started off doing guided meditations and stuff, which is cool. But right now, I don't really do guided meditations anymore. For me, meditation could be, you know, for the most part, it's just me like laying down, you know, breathing slow and just like, you know, kind of gathering my thoughts or thinking of nothing and just kind of having a... Like just, just you know, getting getting myself to feel elevated, um, just having that as my intention. And another way is for like, you like I could be playing guitar, and if I'm in a zone and I feel it like coursing through me, that's meditation. Art could be painting, could be. So it's you don't have to like you know do the uh, like meditation uh, formally. It could be anything that makes you feel good. That is a meditation. So as long as you do it long enough for you to kind of like really step back and just breathe in slow and all of that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only answer you're gonna get, Ayla, because uh, I've tried I've tried meditating with all my heart. I, I definitely have tried. Yeah. It. My wife my wife Tata does it. Um, she's yeah. she's into meditation, yoga, and all that stuff. But yeah, my you know that guy from. Um, What's that movie? Ice Age, that just like, yeah, I, I'm that guy. I, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the squirrel. Uh, if I if I lay down yeah. for more than five seconds, I'm like, ooh, cool. What's his name? <laughs> Scrat, right? Scrat is the name. I have no idea. I, I actually don't know. I I've never watched the movie. I've only watched the clips of him with the nut. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, Hamad says, good point on nesting uh, on creative projects. Do you feel there's an expiry date on creative projects or types of creative projects? Yes, 100%. If it sits there and you don't take action about it um, and you start thinking about something else, it's like that's also one of my greatest fears that like I would just lose track of, you know, the system that keeps me going with releasing music. And that's why for me it's like, Every month I have to release something um, and it's like write, record, get it done, move on to the next thing. And um, yeah, it's just it's just all about like, um, I don't know, productivity. Is that the right word? I don't know. I personally think it is. I think um, also just from my like personal uh, perspective is uh, not only is, is there an expiry date in terms of the project, but there's an expiry date of how you feel in that stamp of time. Um, Sayonara took a really long time to make and what I yeah. what I learned over the years uh, and we've scrapped full vocal lines and lyrics because I wanted to yeah. re-record something because I felt yeah. this this is more specific to music than it is anything else but uh, I, for me the creative output is a stamp in time this is how I felt in that moment yeah. and this is a, a picture of, of what I was doing and I felt uh, the longer Sayonara took, the less I related to my own lyrics. And I wasn't able yeah. to perform the same, the same lyrics believably because I, I was just not there anymore. Um, so we had to rewrite and redo mm, those things. Mm, so mm. I think that's my take on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how it would apply. Um, Hamid's a great artist. He, he uh, does a lot of... I don't know what to call it, but actual art, like this amazing uh, sketch kind yeah. of uh, line art and dot work and stuff. So I don't know how that applies to, to that kind of art. But in terms of music for me personally, yeah. he's also a musician. So I'm, I'm sure you can relate to, nice. to what I'm saying. How, how hard was it for you to like completely rework a song lyrically and vocally? 
it it was the most painful thing in the world. Yeah. Um, for painful me, in the sense of letting go of uh, of the old thing or being or or so hard to hear something new. Like how? Both, both. For me, um, uh, that demo demotia, <laughs> which is when the demo is completely stuck okay. in your head. Uh, that that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was one hundred percent happening. Where if you hear mm. if you hear a bit of the music, your mind goes straight to the lyrics and the melody and all the stuff you've been hearing for the last whatever it was like three yeah. years um yeah. so uh, that was very difficult and then um kind of completely pushing that aside pushing everything you've already done and also even if you don't relate to it right now in this moment it was something you felt and saying yeah you know the way i felt three years ago is now irrelevant uh, kind of was this mental yeah. game that i that i had to go through where I was, I was yeah. kind of contradicting myself, like, no, 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 I don't feel that way, but also it's relevant, <laughs> which is this weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very interesting process, um, and I'm glad we went through it. Was, it was, uh, we have a song uh, on the album called "Shedding Skin," and uh, right, the it, this album literally is like pulling, pulling skin. It's uh, pulling teeth, uh, kind of uh, overcoming <laughs> all that stuff. So. That's that's one of the reasons yeah. it was called Sayonara. It's like goodbye to the old chapter kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. That's uh, cathartic. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's keep going with the comments, man. I love, I absolutely love that you guys are consistent with the comments. Munir um, says, "Thanks, my yeah. dudes. Uh, since you bring up uh, the Bahrain Arshanam, are dope AF. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if they're still around. I know." I don't know if I should say I know what they're doing now because then that gives out who who they are. <laughs> and I know that we're not advertising that, but uh, they're okay. they're good and I, I I really look forward to a new album if they do decide to release it. Uh, Brendan yeah. says, I wish a good small size live venue uh, reopens in Dubai. The scene died with yeah, the man. music room. I love the music room, man. I miss that place. You've, um, you haven't played the, have you played the music room as, as Hadi, the solo artist? Yeah. 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 I played maybe twice, twice must've been, uh, once I think, uh, it was that Absolus show. And then there was definitely, there was one more where it was me and Raif, uh, and, uh, Nasser Mistarihi. Yeah. 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 I remember that one. I was there for that one. Twice. Absolutely. Um, so, Brendan, yeah. the the last one that that I know of um, is the last place as Vengala played, which is called uh, El Barrio. Um, but yeah, but yeah, man. With this climate, um, let's hope let's hope the venues are, are staying uh, head above water. Yeah. Let's, let's hope all the um, establishments that that relied on events, all the people that worked on events, are, are keeping head above yeah. water, man. Dennis says it's okay yeah. for your mind to wander during meditation. You just have to try to notice, uh, notice it, and bring it back. Focusing on breathing helps. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I will I will definitely <laughs> definitely give that a couple of more shots. I will definitely not try this. Um, <laughs> meditation is not for me. <laughs> I have tried it. I have tried it wholeheartedly. I promise you guys, I really have. Um, yeah. It has been almost two hours. 
with you guys. Yeah, this, I think I think that's our time, right? Like we're breaking the servers here. Absolutely, and I I think um, just just before we go, Hadi, give me like, I'm trying to start a band. I'm trying to make art. I'm trying to do something creative. What do you say to me? What what's the? Give me the 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 one liner, the elevator pitch, that that'll keep me going. What do you what do you have um, from that insane experience that we can give these people? Yeah, I would say stay true to yourself. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. If 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 you you know if you're now there's so much noise with Instagram and Facebook and and, and it's I mean it's 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 a blessing uh, for you as an artist, but sometimes you you know you you might look and see other people doing better than you. Do not be disheartened. Keep walking the path. Your days will come. And um, yeah, just stay true to who you are, and that's the most important thing. Like do it for you, and do it as if you're the only person existent on earth who is doing it. Like if you're a songwriter, write, write songs as if nobody else is writing songs. If you're a painter, paint like nobody else is painting and just be yourself 100% all the time and trust your gut. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will end episode three. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you for you. being here, brother. Thank I'm inspired. I'm like totally inspired. Thank you, man. We got to have you on for a part two. I think we can keep going for like another four hours. I, I really do. And I think we could just talk. Yes. And thank you guys so much for chiming in on the comments. Thank you guys for all the questions. Thank you guys yeah, for tuning in. Um, but there will be another episode on Saturday. So make sure you tune into that. Hadi's uh, links are all in the description of this video. Make sure you check it. All, all his platforms out yeah. but he has a song coming out this yeah. Thursday brand new single Thursday yeah all the lights so check that out check out his uh, full length album there's there's a bunch of I think there's a almost all the music videos on uh, on YouTube right yeah yeah every single one so we'll add we'll add the YouTube link in the comments uh, when you guys rewatch this just refresh the page when we're done I'll have the YouTube link in there thank you guys man this has been awesome Thank you, Hadi, for chiming in. Hola, John. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adnan. You're awesome, man. And uh, much love. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Right